How are you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like in between that phase between like when it goes over their mouth and then when they hit the ground. I'm in that right in between. You're in that realization phase where all you can do is panic? No, I'm just in that point where like all the energy from my body and the strength is going to stay conscious right now. Okay. Got it. Well. Hi, I'm Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Paranormal Podcast. Podcast experience for stoners with a taste of all things creepy crawly. I got all of that on tape. What did you give me just now? What the heck? That was Seismanos, aka its real name for a Mendo. Oh, man. Yeah. So, a combination of that, and what did you put in the Rice Krispie treats? Oh, that was cheese, which is another indica, yeah. Well, that's just the one you always use for our butter when you make butter, right? Yeah, when I make butter, I use, well, I don't use the same one every time. But, yeah. That one. Yeah. That Good one. shit, huh? I... Yeah, it was exactly like I said. You know, like, when you see someone get chloroformed in a movie? Yeah. Like, before they hit the ground, they're in that middle spot from when they, like, took their first breath to, like, yeah. where their eyes shut. Yeah. That's a really weird place to be in. I can't really imagine that. I hope not, because if you can, accurately, that means you probably had some jacked up stuff happen. Well, are you saying that, like, you, you know what it feels like to be, like, I like chloroformed? I don't, but if I did, this is what it would be. Okay. Okay. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but I hope it is to somebody. Hopefully someone out there is as high as I am right now. Oh, I really hope to. Yeah, that's true. Don't Don't smoke and drive. But I really hope that somebody's high and listening to this because that's that's how it should be listened to, you know? I mean, you don't have to, but it makes it more fun. Oh, man, I'm having a great time right now. <clears throat> oh, I know. I can see. <laughs> You're but trying not to laugh. Now it's rocking at this point. Just trying to just stay upright. He looks like eventually he's going to end up in the fetal position. I'm going to like have to take his microphone, just put it as close to the ground as possible, and hope that you're paying attention. Will you? Like when Aenrin, our cat, grabs the countertops with his thumbs when he doesn't want to get down? Or he grabs your hands when you're getting pets and he doesn't want you to stop? Oh yeah, he literally like holds me because he's got extra toe beans. He has a grip. It's actually pretty cool. It's really cute. Okay, but we should actually probably get to the podcast now. Cool, because I'm in like a really... <clears throat> I've been watching a lot of like crime stuff and we've been doing horror movies nonstop, so it's yeah. like... I really want something creepy. Something creepy? I can deliver on that. Okay. Are you ready for this? I mean, I'm not really ready for consciousness, but let's see what you got. Okay, well, hopefully this is going to keep you awake. It might keep you awake all night, but eh, we'll see. (laughs) So have you heard of the Whaley House? Is this one of those, like, I'm going to go with no, so I'm assuming if there's a movie about the Whaley House, it's probably like the, the Amazon Prime horror movies, not Netflix or Hulu. Um, I think you're right. I, I have all of the movies and stuff at the end, though. Okay. So the Whaley House, um, it was owned by Thomas Whaley, mm-hmm. obviously. 
who uh, moved to San Francisco during the gold rush in 1849, but then he moved to San Diego in 1851, and that's where the house is at. Wow, so two years ago, and then, yeah, he just moved? Yeah, well, I mean, the... the gold rush was probably on its way out by that time okay, yeah it. so on august 22nd 1857 so six years later he got married to um a woman named anna mm-hmm. and they moved into their new home and they had six children wow that's, very that's a very weird like, step process it, I, mean, <coughs> I feel like a bunch of stuff should have happened instead of just like hey moved here hey got married and well, it wasn't it wasn't all at once, and I think they had some of the kids back in San Francisco because they kind of bounced around. Okay, so, so it wasn't just they just transplanted and then popped up a kid every year or something. Right, God, that would that's a nightmare in my mind. Anyway, another time. So their six children are named Francis Hinton, Thomas Whaley Jr. Anna Amelia, George Hay Ringgold, Violet Eloise, and Corinne Lillian. Man, so George got two extra, like, George got the extra name on that one. He got the hyphenated middle name. Uh, the hyphenated, I guess so, huh? It's not actually hyphenated, but I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. He must have been the favorite. He must have been, yeah. Um, but Thomas Whaley Jr.? He actually contracted scarlet fever, and he died at 18 months old in 1858. Scarlet fever. So what year was this? 1858. Damn. Which is, I think there was like an outbreak or whatever. I don't remember that part of history very well. Um, So then on January, in January of 1859, Thomas, Anna, and the family moved to San Francisco um, after the loss of uh, Thomas Whaley Jr., and their general store, which had caught fire. So they had nothing but each other, basically. They're just not having a good time. No, they're not having a good time. And then after they left, the Whaley house remained empty until 1868 because Thomas went back and he fixed it up to move his family back in. Okay, so Whaley house is where? San Diego or San Francisco? Now? San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then after they moved back to that house Violet Eloise and Anna Amelia actually were married on the same day in the house I know right like I get it it's, my mom had uh, my mom and Leo had their wedding on the property at our house when I was a kid nice. well, I yeah mean, to have two weddings and be like hey you know what get married right? on the same day like, we're, you're already inviting most of the same relatives. that's pretty much what it was too it was just like well everybody's gonna be here anyway so yeah, makes sense, right? Thomas must have had a pretty good job to be able to support six kids back in the day, too. He did. I, I, I don't remember exactly what he did aside from like the uh, general store. So he just stopped working and then just started having kids. That's no, no, no. They had they were running the store yeah. while they had kids, so there was stable income. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just don't know how rich they were. Uh, but then they got married on the same day. Anna, Anna Amelia married her first cousin, John Whaley. So that's fun. Good decisions made back then. Yeah. Violet Eloise, on the other hand, married a guy outside of the family named George T. Bertolacci. Gangster. 
I know, right? Um, but he was kind of an asshole. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh he's he's a real sack of shit. Two weeks into their marriage, they were out. Where was it? Uh, somewhere on their honeymoon, out in the bay, I think. And it turned out that Bertolacci was a con artist. He only married Violet Eloise because he thought he was going to get a dowry, which he did not get. So he abandoned her on their honeymoon. Yeah. I I actually always forget about that. It's so weird to me. It's such a weird concept. <laughs> Somebody like getting a payout for taking me off my family's hands. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I think that wasn't the just brevity of the exchange, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I said, why I said we'll see. I can't go back in time yet. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'm also a little bit high on Seismano, so I kind of just overlooked it. Definitely feel like we're about to go back in time in like a few more minutes. Oh, shit. Okay, we should finish this up then, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh-huh. I can't, I can't see your eyes, but... I can't really see anything right now. I don't have to. <laughs> okay, you can just visualize my words. How about that? No, because your voice is pretty calming and soothing, and that's just going to rock you to sleep. I think you're the first person that has ever thought or said that about my voice. With your dainty cough? Yeah, my super dainty seal bark cough. Yes, that one. Yeah. It's great having asthma. It's great. At least I can find you in public whenever you I mean, that's very true. Very few other people cough like that unless they're, like, dying or I something. Love, I love seals as much as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Seals are so cute. But you bark like one all the time. Uh, yeah, that just means I'm cute all the time. <laughs> okay, back to Violet. Violet obviously had to go back to San Diego, but she went home not only without a husband, but without a chaperone. And back in the 1800s, women did not go anywhere without chaperones because God forbid they do something out of line or sinful or whatever. Immoral. Immoral. That's the word I wanted. Yeah. So obviously she was super depressed because nobody would talk to her. Nobody wanted anything to do with her because she would just carried shame with her from not having a husband. Well, that's just some scarlet letter shit right there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she wasn't. Not the same issue, but yeah, same concept. She was an outcast, basically. Yeah, yeah, she really did. And um, you want to guess what she did because she was so depressed? Open up the guns factory. No. That was a really weird answer. Why would she open up a gun factory? Not depressed, angry. Like, vengeful was what I was thinking. I'd be pretty pissed if that happened, but. No, she was just straight up depressed. I can give you a hint. Murdered somebody? It is related to your first guess. Yeah, I'm too high enough to remember what my first guess was. Dumbass. <laughs> she, gun factory, she's super depressed. She was so depressed that she actually committed suicide with a gun right to her chest. She wasn't trying to make money. She literally died of a broken heart. She shot herself in the chest? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they don't really have a whole lot of movies back then, so you couldn't see, like, all the headshot suicides that we see, like, now. But in horror movies, like, shot to the chest. I I feel like it may have been symbolic. Because, like I just said, she literally died of a broken heart. She shot herself right through her heart. So she was so brokenhearted and depressed about the loss of her husband. Loss. No, wasn't a loss. You know, I'm so... Like, I'm probably so mad with time, with, like, time periods and eras. Like, yeah. what kind of guns did they have at the time? I'm curious. Because if it was, like, a legitimate, like, normal rifle, like, that might be able to work. But I don't know why I'm imagining, like, the, like, Elmer Fudd or, like, the Looney Tunes style, like, the blunderbuss, where, like, the, sh- the end of the gun looks like a horn. No. And, like, that would just be super far for her to have to reach to pull the trigger. I'm pretty sure it was a twenty two. Oh. Yeah. Like, it, w- it was just, like, a handgun. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm just imagining an old-school blunderbuss and her choosing the, the chest for some reason. No. <laughs> no, that would be really weird. It, it was just, like, a pistol, basically. Yeah. So she had full control over it and everything. I do not have full control over my pistols right now. I can tell. So. You keep, like, doing the rocking back and forth to, like, keep yourself awake. It's really cute. It's more just for balance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are are you going to be okay? Oh, great. Okay. So she, Violet, committed suicide, uh, shot herself in the chest with her father's gun. She was 22 years old. Oh, my God. Are you okay? I'm not okay. I'm here talking about a girl's, a 22-year-old girl's suicide, and you're sitting there, like, cracking up. Oh, funny. Are you gonna be okay? That's really fucked up to They're like, that's when I got the giggles. I know. Like, fucking just this asshole laughing. Yeah, I mean you're an asshole normally, and that's what I love about you. But that that was that was dark, man. That might be the worst thing that's happened on this podcast. I probably, probably that was uh, whoo, buddy, you're fucked up, dude. Yeah, yeah, gotta atone. For that sin. That was... Whew. All right. Anyway, do you want to hear what the suicide note said? God. Oh, the crochet left this amazing note. Go for it. What does it say? Oh, it's so emo. Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world. That was a passage from Bridge of Sighs by Thomas Hood. So she straight up left poetry as a suicide note. If she had written it, it would have been really impressive. Kind of really poetic. Like yeah. Actual like literally poetic. poetic. Yeah. I mean, it's it seems pretty emo to me to leave that as a dramatic suicide note. That's very, that is that the most dramatic suicide death we've had so far. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, so after all of that, after having Thomas, Anna, Lillian... Thomas Jr., Violet, and Francis all died in the house at some point. So what do you mean died in the house? Like they, they, hospitals or like, well, I mean, it's 1859 or whatever. Like, you die at home. Damn. <laughs> so there were six deaths in that house. So you can only imagine the paranormal activity that goes on. Yeah, so that, like, sometimes it's just, that's such a... 
how bad do things have to really be for you to like Cuz one one thing with haunting is from what I know is like the the body or the soul for some people like can't leave cuz it has unfinished business, right? Yeah, or I guess it just gets stuck there. Some don't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, they probably want to stay with their family. Um, and maybe. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think even when the Whaley's were there, yeah, they it like they would hear eerie noises or heavy footsteps, and they could see uh, disembodied footprints left on the flooring. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. So this house was already haunted when they moved in. Um, I don't know. I don't actually know if it was that happened like the entire time or if it was like after a certain person's death or something. Okay. I think that's probably more likely. Oh, so yeah. There's a family member that was already stuck in the haunted while they're there. I think so. Oh, yeah. Weird. And so like it's still the Whaley House is actually open. It's a historical site. So you can go tour and everything. Ooh, so like uh, people have reported strange sounds and having like visions or like seeing the apparitions. Uh, there are aromas in the air, so they're smelling things, Ooh, and like, like they actually have straight up encounters with the ghosts. The smell part. Hold up, take a step back. The smell part. Like, is it in Supernatural where like, you can smell like the uh, phosphorus? So that's where you know a demon's near, or what? Kind of. Yeah, it was actually. Um, Anna, the wife, she used to wear a very particular scent of French perfume. And people uh, say that they have some, like smelled her signature scent while they were on tour or something. Okay. So first off, that's crazy. I know, right? Second off, like, I'm assuming these people have never met the Whaley's before. So how would they know what a French perfume smells like? I have a feeling it was something that was like passed down from all of the people over the years having smelled that where somebody back in the day confirmed that, oh, that was this French perfume that Anna liked to wear. Dude, that sounds like super made up. Like somebody could have just done one of those like Axe body spray showers and then just like walked by and all of a sudden someone was like, I wonder what it's near, but I smell this. It smells like a French perfume. No, it's, it's Axe body spray and it's Phoenix, the first one. I feel like... Okay, it's a little bit different, though, because if you spray Axe body spray or really like any sort of like strong uh, perfumed whatever. Oh, God, he's got a cat now. That's a soft cat and he is going for it. What? <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's a little bit different because like the Axe is overpowering. Whereas like when you generally hear of people getting like ar- like smelling aromas and everything, it's generally like a very like faint scent that comes and goes. So it's not like you're just going to straight up smell it and feel like you're standing in a room full of French perfume. Unless this person's never smelled French perfume or asked before. In that case, that would have been weird. Okay. That's fair. Either way, it was French perfume. <laughs> I guess I'll take your word on it. Yes, please do, because I'm an expert. I have never been to the Whaley house, but I'm an expert. Yes, exactly. Anyway, there actually is a well-known ghost at the Whaley house. That's not one of the Whaley's. Celebrity ghost. Celebrity ghost. His name is Yankee Jim Robinson. And he haunts the house because 
he was hanged on the property back when it was actually used as a gallows because he stole a boat. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest thing to get hanged for? It had to have been. Hold up, wait. I got to take a step back again. What was the person's name? Yankee Jim Robinson. Yankee Jim. Wow. <laughs> I just remember when we were watching an episode of Woo Assassin earlier. Yeah. And they had to go to the... They had to go um, get the new windshield. And it was at Aryan Bob's. Aryan Bob's. That's right. It's because he's reformed, but, you know, that's just still his name. Yeah. And, you know, Woo Assassin, it's a um, Caucasian woman going with going undercover talking to a like Chinese Indonesian like man mm -hmm. so I don't know taking someone that dark skin to go to someone named Aryan Bob well weird. and she even said something about that yeah I remember she was like you want me to take a Chinese guy to Aryan Bob oh, no, like oh okay yeah that sounds like a great idea right, so, so Yankee Jim Robinson Yankee Jim Robinson hung for uh, stealing a boat that's just really sad and can you oh, imagine I'm haunting I'm a place I'm for... You said the words hung for stealing a boat. And I thought it meant like... <laughs> he just somehow got an enormous penis because he stole a boat. But he no, just... Hung, hung to death. Maybe that was just his thing is he would steal boats and that would just get him off. That was his kink. That's weird. That's really weird. But uh, yeah, we should stop talking about Yankee Jim Robinson's dick. Just it's a little bum. Yankee Jim Robinson. <laughs> that was really good. The, uh, the hand motions made it so much better <laughs> y'all can only imagine Please don't. <laughs> yeah i made a mistake nope 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 i'm so sorry okay anyway so the um the noises and everything that people hear um people attribute these things to baby thomas they'll hear like tiny footsteps like little toddler footsteps or something and that's crazy you know like how old the ghost is yeah the, the yeah because you could you can totally tell the difference between like a seven-year-old and a two-year-old like, yeah that's kind of terrifying though especially because people also hear crying and giggling i don't know which is worst it's always both when you hear both or like one of like one then the other consecutively oh yeah you're right you're right <clears throat> now what's worse Oh, the cry giggle because the crying kind of lures you in and then by the time you hear the giggle you're fucked that is definitely worse and i agree <laughs> you're welcome for the nightmare so no cry giggles ever no cry giggles or if you're on a really bad date out there cry giggle all the time that should freak them out oh yeah i mean that should have been in the movie what was it how to Lo lose a guy in 10 days or something that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Violet, you remember her? Um, shotgun chest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she generally stays on the second floor. I don't know if that's where she actually committed suicide or what, maybe but she's usually up there. Maybe. Maybe she's shy. We don't know. We don't know her life. Well, we know a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But she stays up on the second floor, and uh, every now and then she'll pop up in, like, other areas throughout the house. Um, but people have reported, like, all of a sudden, uh, one spot will become cold. So cold spots, those are really common with uh, ghost encounters. Or just an old 
Okay, thank you for your skepticism. Um, people also say that they just like feel her presence behind them, which I get. That happened to me. I know how that feels, and it's really un. Right? Yeah, because then it would be like a lot heavier, unless she was just feeling playful and wanted to fuck with you. Yeah, I mean that happens. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, it happens. Ugh. Oh really? Are you? There's there's room for doubt. <laughs> yeah, you're like Yeah. Oh my god, it's really funny. I I wish we could have like a video just so could, everyone could see how high you are. No, no, no. Nobody. Nobody, okay. Anyway, Thomas, the dad is also seen in the house. He's seen wearing his frock, his coat, and his top hat, and he stands at the top of the stairs. A very proper ghost, but can you imagine seeing some motherfucker in a top hat at the top of your stairs? That's terrifying. I mean, at least he got dressed to come greet you. I mean, true, but also, like, do you know anything about the hat man? It's like a sleep paralysis phenomena where it's... No, no, the hat man is usually, like, if you're in sleep paralysis... There's just a tall man who, like, looks like he's wearing a hat, like a stovepipe hat or, like, a shorter hat, but it's always a hat. No, it's always, like, a brimmed hat. I know you're laughing over there, but... Cowboy hat. No. That would be funny, though. There we go. But anyway, that's why it scares me seeing, like, this guy at the top of the stairs in a hat. Just because... That's a really weird thing, and I would feel like, oh my god, am I actually awake right now? It's fine, because the hat's his raider, so we're good. <laughs> oh, buddy. I mean, if he were plump, he was at, he probably would have been 49ers, right? Oh, yeah, he absolutely would have been 49ers. You can't, like, go to San Francisco during the gold rush and not be a Niners fan. Which, that's why he left. Chargers. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Um, anyway, Thomas is, his presence is also felt throughout the house, um, along with Anna and obviously Violet. So they're all just kind of chilling there. <laughs> Usually keep to their own territories. <laughs> you look like you're falling asleep again. Oh yeah. No, I definitely am. <laughs> okay. So all of them are dead. All of them are dead. Um, so other things that people have reported are seeing mist. Or lights turning on and off by themselves. Um, there's a crystals on a lamp in one of the rooms. And the crystals just start swinging around without any help. And all of the windows are nailed shut. So there's no breeze. Well, that's weird. Yeah. So that definitely explains that, like, the cold part also freaks people out. Like, you know, yeah. All the windows are shut like that way. Exactly. Um, and then other things that... Uh, visitors have actually reported is they see a figure looking out the upstairs window after closing and i think um employees have seen that too because like, the way we have that it's not like a place you stay anymore but it's kind of like mm -mm. a museum where, like, a it's a museum yeah <clears throat> um 
So that curtain's moving, even though, like I said, all of the windows in the house are sealed. So that would freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the sound of running of children running up and down the stairs, Always. things of nightmares, um, hearing footsteps, the again with the cold spots, and also seeing shadows. Mm. Yeah, shadows are they're weird. Um, so. It's, you know, listen, I'm high too. <laughs> Let me live. I'll, after we're done with this podcast, I'll show you how shadows work. Listen, you're such a shithead. I love you. I'm fucked up. Yeah, you're really fucked up. Anyway, we're in we're, final stretch, I promise. No, I, can, I have. I can say conscious, but you got like, me for like at least 30 minutes. So we can okay. another episode of Throw Basketball before I'm That's true. Five. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, we'll actually. Oh my god shit's about to go down anyway so in a, i have all of like the media that has featured the whaley house do you want to hear that do you know which ones we've seen already um i don't think we actually have seen there in 2012 there was a movie called the haunting of whaley house oh no that that actually we watched that like last week is that the one where they find like a bunch of the stuff upstairs and, like a bunch of the I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, we watched that movie and it was, I remember it being entertaining. It wasn't like the best, but it was, it was a good movie. Did uh, you get to see Mr. Thomas Whaley in his hat? I don't think so. I don't, I was high when I watched it, so I don't remember like all of the details. Did you get to see Dickie Dean Robinson? I don't think you saw him, but I think he did have some sort of like, he was fucking with the teenagers. The Aryan Bob. Aryan Bob. Oh god, I hope there was no Aryan Bob there. But we don't know. What year was it? 1859 or something. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there was also in 2007 there was an animated Hellboy movie called Hellboy: Blood and Iron. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there was. Have you? Yeah. Well, there was a character that described um, some entity as Yankee Jim. So that was like the Whaley House reference. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's... I don't know. There could have been other Yankee Jims. I mean, there could have been, but what What are the odds? Or like, what if, Yankee, what, what if they misread that one and there wasn't actually a Whaley House Yankee Jim? It was just like, I don't know, somebody's favorite like burger joint across the street or like where they picked up their pants. Okay, but, but it would also... It, no matter what, that would be like a reference. Yankee Jim could be a really good name. Yeah, kind of would be, huh? Like a fireworks stand out in like the, uh... like off the off the off the like off the like the interstate highway. Yeah, like the the like makeshift building thrown up in a parking lot. It's a legit shack, like at the yeah. Other, like, driveway. Yeah, there we go. That's a good one. Call it Yankee Jims. Yankee Jims. Yeah. All right, um, I'm gonna move on from Yankee Jim now. Yankee <laughs> yeah, Yankee candles. <laughs> the scent Yankee Jim. Ooh, I don't want to know what that would smell like actually. Yeah, I'm definitely good off of that. Okay, so yeah, we're going to leave that. Y'all can uh use your imaginations cuz I don't want to. Yeah, you can let Yankee Jim from your working home desk don't get near mine. Yeah, no, you can leave my desk alone, but do whatever you want. Anyway, you want to guess which celebrity actually um had an encounter at Whaley House? 
probably am going to start with the Robbie Coleman. God, that would be so much cooler, but no. Oh, Abraham Lincoln. No. Tom Cruise. No. Matt Damon. <laughs> no. Halsey? No. <laughs> okay, well, you just have to tell me now. Regis Philbin. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Regis Philbin had a haunted experience at the Whaley at the Whaley House. House. Yeah, he claims that he uh, encountered Mrs. Whaley, and afterward he said, "You know, a lot of people poo-poo it because they can't see it, but there was something going on in that house." That's, sounds like such a sales pitch for Regis Philbin. I trust Regis Philbin. How well do you know Regis? I don't. We're on a first name basis. Huh? You're on a first name basis? I don't think you would act like that. Oh, okay. That's well, like story. I mean, it's like a 50 50 chance, but I have faith. Especially because when you see him on TV, he's so like active and into it. Like, you know, he's trying to sell you on that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just going to believe that he did because that's how I roll. Anyway. In 2014, do you know the you you do know the show Ghost Adventures, with uh yes we were supposed to go to the uh, the museum yeah yeah the uh, what's his name Bilbo Bilbo Baggins yeah Zach. Zach Baggins yeah I wish I could watch Ghost Adventures but I have a really hard time taking him seriously. That Dybbuk box one was awesome though. Okay, yeah, the Dybbuk box. Oh my god. I don't even think that's at the museum anymore. I know. Um, anyway, in 2014, the um, Whaley House was featured on Ghost Adventures on its 110th episode. Ooh. Yeah, I actually kind of want to go watch that episode just because I learned so much today about the Whaley House. And it's all real. Mm-hmm. So the next one is in 2017. This is where I actually first learned about the Whaley House. Do you remember when I went through that phase of watching nothing but BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural? Yes. Because I was cosplaying. I was working on cosplays and I needed something to binge. And so that happened. And Chris is getting fucked up by the cat right now. Was it a good episode? It was a really good episode. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I love just listening to Ryan and Shane anyway. You are the Shane to my Ryan. That's for sure. (laughs) <laughs> you don't remember anything about that, do you? I remember you watched it. Okay, well. If I, if I showed you just like a clip, you'll understand. Okay. You are absolutely Shane. Okay. So, that is all I have for you today. That is all the consciousness I have left. Okay, good. Do you have any final thoughts on this? If you can get your hands on Horror Mendo, please do. Because then you'll feel as amazed as I am and ready to bed. I don't think he's going to remember any of this tomorrow, so. That's why we're recording it. Yep. (laughs) Okay, we're signing off then. Bye. Bye.